This is Between Sundays, your fantasy football podcast hosted by Alex Utro. All right, welcome back, everyone, to episode three of the podcast. Um, I'm here with a co-host this week, actually. So, Trent, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, what's up, everybody? Your three and three Bowling Green booty getters are here tonight. Well, Trent, it's good to have you. You're the very first co-host. Um, we, we were expected two others, but, uh, you know, they flaked. So not so really surprising by those two. Um, tonight, we, we're going to go over the current playoff pictures. We're going to do a team breakdown of one of the co-hosts that couldn't make it tonight, uh, Ryan Schrod, the East Lincoln Escorts. And then um, I think we're just going to discuss, I think, a trade-off between, between Trent and I. Uh, maybe some picks later. So it should be a good episode for you guys. All right, going to the projection playoffs as the standings are right now. Um, we got some teams looking in, um, which right now the current seedings is D- – or sorry, not Dylan. Um, Jason is at number 10 at 0-6. Um, Ryan is at the ninth seed at 2-4. Trent is at the seventh seed, 3-3. Three and three, And then Dylan is at the eighth seed at 2-4. and four. Uh, Moving to the championship bracket – would be Brandon at the one seed and AJ, the Black Hills Explorers at four and two. Um, currently have a first round bye. And then the three seeds, the Milwaukee Curs at four and two. The four seeds, the Foco Young Hoes at three and three. Fifth and sixth seeds are Caroline Cockblockers and Tiger Cats, um, both at three and three. Trent, take it away. Yeah, just look at the playoff picture right now. There's a big log jam uh, at seeds four through seven. Three teams, myself, Ty, uh, Wes, and Trey. Uh, like Ty has said, the Creek Tiger Cats, they're on the rise right now. And the big acquisition last week that Alex talked about, Gaskin could be huge in keeping his playoff aspirations up. Um, AJ, leader of the North right now. A little surprising considering that going into the season, Alex, Wes, myself were kind of the projected favorites in the division. So good to see him up there making some noise. And then looking at the consolation, there are some big uh, pick implications for next year's draft with the seeding as is. Obviously, uh, Dylan's pick was traded to me. So he has to make the top four or I will get an additional third. So for me, keeping Dylan down in the consolation is perfect. And then my pick actually – uh, if it's in the consolation ladder, it gives me a chance of keeping my first round pick as Alex, as I would get my pick and picks one through three. If it's higher than that, Alex gets it. So definitely some big uh, pick implications for the playoffs. If this is where how to, if this is how the playoffs were to start. Uh, I just want to touch on that. Let's hope Trent, you finish um, fourth to last, last because I, I really want that pick. And just to note, Currently, every team in the consolation bracket does not have their first round pick besides Ryan. But you know, Ryan, he'll most likely trade it. So, um, also, you you started talking about some uh, streaky teams as a Creek Tiger Cats and also the Black Hills Explorers. They're both on three game win streaks, which is huge as that cult or um, catapulted AJ's team to the top of the North Division. And then also, Ty, he's making a run. At the playoffs. Um, 
I don't know. I, I really, I think they've improved. Um, I know AJ is a little concerned about his consistency and some of his young players. He's reached out to me for some trades. I'm sure he's reached out to others. I think he's trying to just make a run at it this year, trying to take take the North Division and get that first round by. Yeah, that, I definitely agree. That'd definitely be a surprise if uh, AJ was to keep that by. I know he has a little favorable matchup this week that we might get into later when it comes to versus me, but yeah, AJ's playing well, and I think the thing for Ty is making sure he has the right wide receivers in every week. I know he's had some questions that he's came to you with about wide receivers, so playing those wide receivers have been big and uh, to keeping his team consistent. Man, I wish I had a consistent wide receiver like one of his. Uh, but I would love A-Rob or Stephon Diggs. DJ sure, Moore, but... you know. Yeah, I try. I try. He almost gave me DJ Moore for practicals free, but uh, I I declined it for the best interest of the league. I'm not. I was like gonna Brandon, say I don't no. think Brandon would have done that if he was in your shoes. <laughs> Gotta love the shots at Brandon. Um, do do we see Ty's team continue to win and improve on the sixth seed, or do you, do we see him dropping some games and ending up at missing the playoffs? <laughs> Well, the good part is for his team, just looking at it right now, James Conner, if if he stays healthy, he's already had his bye. So he, keeping James Conner locked in the lineup every week is going to be huge. Now, this week he has to play Le'Veon Bell. We'll see how he is in the KC offense. We'll see. But having uh, Gaskin, who's also on his bye this week, so having Gaskin and Conner the rest of the season without a bye is huge because I think that's his one key concern is what is he going to do at the running back spot and then uh, kind of the same thing as wide receivers. He's just got to pick and choose the quarterback. He's got Tom Brady, Gardner Minshew, uh, Cam Newton. So finding the right QB to play every week. Will, uh, yeah, he got he has five of those QBs. Yeah, decide exactly. I, I, I only have three, and they're all average, and I have a tough time deciding going through them each week. And then he has five. Can't imagine the decision-making behind um, ties lineup each week, but I mean, he has the inserts, the automatic inserts in his wideout and the selects. Yeah, I definitely think the pieces are there for a playoff run. You just got to make the right decisions. So that'll be up to Ty to do that. Yeah. My only concern is the running back too, and I know I know Gaskin. He just acquired decent week last week. Can he keep it up though? I, I don't know. Um, that's probably a question that needs to be answered if Ty's going to make that playoff run. I think. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right, that wraps up our uh, segment over the projected playoffs as it stands today. Um, We're going to move into our team breakdown now. All right, our team breakdown of the week is the East Lincoln Escorts, owned by Ryan Schrod. Ryan Schrod has been in this league all three years. He won the first year, but disappointing the year last year. Um, I I don't know how this year is really looking. I think the projected – the ESPN projected finish is a ninth position right now for the East Lincoln Escorts. And I, I kind of see why he has a lot of young talent. Um, maybe, maybe his quarterback play steps up, but we'll see. Um, so let's, let's start with his quarterback Trent. He has Justin Herbert and Daniel Jones as his only two rostered quarterbacks. Um, Herbert's ranked 102 on the dynasty pros fantasy ranking. Then Daniel Jones is 172. Six, and he plays for a trash team, the New York Giants. Yeah, if I was looking at his quarterbacks, it's really only Justin Herbert. Just quickly looking at Daniel Jones' stats, 
He's had one, I guess you could say, startable week, which was week one. He had 24 points, but everything under that has been 15 or less. So he uh, picked up Herbert. I think he picked up maybe he drafted. Whatever it was, he had. He drafted. Had, yeah. I think it was, it was okay. third or fourth. So he has Herbert, and I think he's going to have to roll with Herbert the rest of the year because I don't think Daniel Jones will be an answer for him. Ryan also claimed Herbert was a steal of the draft. And third round, good value for him. But, I mean, we had Claypool going yes, I third believe. round, fourth round. We had T. Higgins at 14. That was a good steal. I mean, even Jefferson at eight could be a steal compared to how some of these running backs turn out. So, I, I, I that's a bold statement right now, Ryan, but um, we'll see about it. Um, let's go into his running back group now. He has Kareem Hunt. Antonio Gibson, um, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Tony Pollard, and Damon Harris. Um, his highest-ranked one is Hunt at 41. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Swift at 36. Dobbins. Oh, no, I got that wrong again. Dobbins at 32. Swift at 36. Hunt at 41. Gibson at 61. Pollard at 121. And Harris at 124. So, as you can see, he had three first-round draft picks. This uh, past draft, and he took Swift, Dobbins, and Gibson. So he's he's trying to build for the future. Yeah, you can definitely see this is a team for the future, just the way that team makeup is. Uh, at running back, for this year specifically, Kareem Hunt has kind of lucked into a RB1. So the, uh, Ryan hasn't been able to take full advantage of Kareem Hunt being an RB1 and having that result in wins. So that's been a little disappointing. Uh, Gibson looks to be like the real deal when it comes to – the football team and how they are usually down. So Gibson's more pass catching back. So that obviously helps his fantasy value. And then he just got to be patient with DeAndre Swift and JK Dobbins because um, they're both in timeshares right now. So that's just how it is for this year. You just said he has to be patient. If you know, Ryan, he's not patient at all. He, he's ready to wheel and deal. So I, I see him taking a bonehead trade offer for Dobbins and then Dobbins being a top 10 back next year um but who knows he might prove me wrong and keep him but uh deandre swift had a good game last week um i think it's just for his rookies getting that experience um with the nfl and seeing how each week goes by um i don't know if gibson i I, I don't know how he is as a back but i don't like washington football team at all so I, i think that's an iffy situation there um, Kareem Hunt's going to lose touches when Chubb comes back. So I, I don't see this group really doing much this year. But, I mean, it's Yeah, it's a young I mean, group. if you're looking in the future, Hunt's a very viable flex play. I just don't know if he's got that three down back. Hey, this is my Saquon, my Kamara, you know, that type of back. Yeah, but, you know, I could be wrong. Yeah, he doesn't have the Christian McCaffrey, even though he wishes. Uh, let's move to the wideouts. Uh, he has... Metcalf, uh, he's at eight. Ridley's at 17. Robbie Anderson at 93. Chenault's at 76. And then (laughs) the rest of his trash wide receivers aren't really worth mentioning, but I'll say their names. He has Lazard, Shepard, Boykin, Mardez, Falvin Scale. I can't even say his name. And then Fulgham is just locking out right now in Philly with that situation. Um, anything, I'm just going to say I made a bonehead trade last year with them, just trading DK Metcalf or Odell straight up. Bad move on, 
on my part, but he, he has some good wide receivers. Yeah, I think – I mean, the rankings definitely show some love to uh, uh, DK and Ridley. I don't think they show any love to Alan Lazard. I think he's their number two, but obviously hurt right now, so that hurts him. Uh, yeah, DK looks like the real deal, and Julio, Julio is only getting older, so that only helps uh, Calvin Ridley. Well, I don't know about Lazard being number two. You watch, you watched if you watched that Packers game last week, you you saw how much Aaron Rodgers was a system quarterback. I definitely it just agree. Was ugly, and then he couldn't. He he could only get it to Devontae and then Aaron Jones. I mean, sure, Tanya could be uh, Kittle Jr., but he's just showed how much of a system he is in, and just a system quarterback in Tampa Bay. So I don't think Lazard is their number two guy. And if he is, he's not much. I mean, they much. always said they need another wide res- or another wide receiver. So take one in the draft, but they might as well take another running back or quarterback like they had the past couple of years. So, yeah. Yeah. It's time to work in uh, Jordan love, in my opinion, and to that new system, you know, so let's finish up his uh, team or the main position, guys. Uh, his tight ends. He has TJ Hawkinson recently acquired for uh, Devin Singletary. Yep. I think two weeks ago, and then he has also Dalton Schultz and Logan Thomas. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to say much about Logan Thomas. Don't know much. Um, but Schultz is ranked 194, and Hawkinson's at 71. Uh, I, I like Hawkinson. Um, Detroit's offense is trying to run the ball now. I think they had two one-yard touch, touchdowns rushing attempts last week. Uh, that, that hurt my fantasy team. Definitely hurt Hawkinson, I think. But uh, I don't know. Trent, yeah, I think when it comes to Hawkinson, I think there's something there. I'm not sure if he's a number two option in the past game or number three. I know Galladay's one. I'm not sure what Marvin Jones exactly has been this year, but – yeah, there's not, not there good, hasn't been a clear number two that Stafford has gone to. But I, I agree. I think Hawkinson Hawkinson's really good. It's just it's gonna take time. Probably next year or the year after. I agree with that. Um uh, finishing out his team, he has the Dolphins defense. He's on bye this week, so he'll probably pick someone up and then also Joey Sly. Um average average kicker, average defense. Revolving door kinda of looks like. Um Right. Uh, probably going to do a lot of, uh, what's the term, shopping around each week for the best streamer defense and kicker. Um, so let's let's look at outlook for the rest of the season and outlook for dynasty-wise. Um, rest of the season, I, I don't think Ryan makes playoffs. Uh, he has – it's tough – it's not really a tough division in the South. It's kind of average. Um, you have Brandon at number one, obviously, probably the best team. Uh, then you have Ty. I think he's – no, I'm sorry, Trey is – Trey and Ty are three and three. Ryan's two and four. Jason owns six. I don't see him making the playoffs. He, have, he has a tough matchup with Ty this upcoming week. Um, I just think his team's too young right now to actually be – Yeah, I definitely playoffs. agree. I mean, he's only one game out of the playoffs – six weeks in, but, I mean, he's going to lose the production of Kareem Hunt eventually. I mean, Chubb will come back. So, like I said, uh, not getting wins with uh, Kareem Hunt has probably hurt him uh, more when it comes down to the rest of the year. What do you think about dynasty-wise? I think he's fine at wide receiver. Uh, I don't know exactly what Robbie Anderson's going to be after this year. I mean, he's not getting any younger, so he may have to find that wide receiver three. He might have it in Chennault. I may I personally think Lazard is fine, but 
Um, coming in running backs, I guess I said patience with him. Uh, he, there's a good chance he has another high pick and able to get a Chuba Hubbard, uh, Najee Harris, somebody like that that could also help. So that'll only help uh, further develop his team. Look, I, I think his team's set up for the future pretty well. I just – I bet he makes a bonehead trade, you know. That's, that's all – that's my guess. He, he he shoots for trades, and, I mean, he lucked out on DK, but I see a t- I see him making a trade that screws his team, and then he it's going to be another missed playoff. I mean, if you think about it, I gave him well. Calvin Ridley this offseason as well. Granted, I got back Keenan Allen, who's been really good, really consistent. But, yeah, I mean, if he can make a couple more of those trades that he got me and you on, then you never know. Yeah, you uh, gave out quite a lot of players. The past two off-seasons. Past off-season. And, and, yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about this. We can, when it's my, we can when my team comes in. Yeah, we, we will. Uh, so that's, that's going to end the East Lincoln Escorts team breakdown for the week. Um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, for this next segment, we usually go over trades each week, but there it's been qu- kind of quiet this past week, and we haven't had any trades this week. But who knows? Might Sunday's a couple days away, so one might happen. Um, so we're just gonna Trent and I are just gonna discuss one of the trade talks we had today. I almost pulled on the trade offer. We had good discussion, just didn't just didn't materialize. Almost did it for the content though, but. Um, uh, the final offer ended up being um, Odell, Ronald Jones, the goat, and it was it was just who, the, who those was two. Ronald Jones. Uh, I, it was Baker. I said I'd take Baker from you. That that's right. Yeah, Baker the trash, and that for and then Trent would be giving up Keenan Allen and Ayuk. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Yep. Um. Yeah, I can't say that name. But uh, I I don't know I, I ended up declining it. I, I, Ronald Jones is twenty three years old. I, I I like him. I don't like his situation. I wish Fournette wasn't there. I wish it was just his team, his backfield. But uh, he he's been producing two three straight weeks of a hundred yards. He had yeah, two I think he, I think he crossed the hundred over the Bears as well. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. Um, also, Odell, he, he's inconsistent. I mean, he just needs to kind of be pooped on some weeks to really kick his value up. Um, sorry. Uh, but I, he's I, – I, I like him, but can be inconsistent. So that's why the main piece for me was getting Keenan Allen. He's a little bit more consistent. Although they're pretty much the same age, 28 and 27. Um, Odell's like five months younger, I think. Um, Trent, what, what, yeah, obviously, if you're looking at my team, um, I don't have a running back two for this week, so I was going to trade based more off of necessity than anything. Um, so I needed Ronald Jones. Uh, I, I thought personally I was getting up the best piece in Keenan Allen. Um, we could debate Keenan versus OBJ. Um, we initially talked about Keenan Allen for uh, Rojo, and I just wasn't comfortable doing that which is why I, I basically said I would take OBJ if you're not going to play him because he's so inconsistent. Um, and then the fourth piece was Iook, who's actually been actually really surprising after not playing the first week. Yeah, he didn't play the first week. Then he's had a couple – he's had a couple games in there. 
probably just as good as Odell's been, another minus the Cowboys game. I don't know. I mean, Ayuku, he, you know, Shanahan, he loves those Jets yeah. with his uh, wide receivers. And now Debo's back. So I, I feel like Debo's going to take his touches back from Ayuku. So that's kind of a concern for me. Um, I, also, I, I was looking at this fantasy pros. Odell was at 35, though, currently. And this is updated as of Monday. Um, Keenan Allen's 42. Rojo is uh, yes. Yeah, Nyok is right behind Rojo. Uh, 83. 83. 83. So, and then, yeah, Ayuku's 91. So, I obviously, it's according to this website, I have the better players, but I think it comes down to consistency for me. And I just, uh, and also, I don't think Odell, yeah, I, I would agree, yeah. but I mean, that's the situation you're in, so. Right. So, yeah, I just. Yeah, I mean, it was I a thing that I was, you know, so maybe if I had my... a couple extra picks, a third, even a second, I would maybe start thinking about maybe throwing a pick in there to get it done. But, you know, we might, you know, we're just going to have to roll with the waivers this week and just hope for the best. Right. All right. So, oh, I just want to, since we're on topic of trades, I know there's some teams looking to make a deal. Feel free to reach out to them. I know AJ. AJ is looking to deal. I heard Dylan in the group chat. Ty. So uh, don't and don't be afraid to offer deals. deals. Week, you know, guys. you guys say you're looking for trades. We'll offer a couple and let's get it started that way. <laughs> uh, Trey, that does not apply to you. <laughs> Please stop definitely. offering trades. <laughs> also, don't don't send Watson trades unless they're absolutely hilarious. I've been. All righty, let's get into our picks for this upcoming week. Um, we got some interesting games this week. I, I'm trying to think. A couple of divisional matchups. I think the non-divisional matchup yep. is Wes yep. and Trey, I believe. So, yeah, it should be interesting. Um, so, the first game of the week would be the Milwaukee Courage versus Fremont um, Fighting Cox. The Fremont Fighting Cox is looking to go three and four while – the Milwaukee Kurds are looking to break that losing streak. Um, right now, as projected, is the Kurds 125, Cox 134. But the Kurds currently does not have a defense or kicker in. Uh, my pick, obviously, I got to go with the Kurds. You can't miss. You can't, I can't bet against them. Yeah, I think I'll go with the Kurds as well. Um, Matchup-wise, it looks pretty even. And it'll be interesting to see what happens to uh, CEH and Kansas City. Yeah, we'll see about that. That's something he did. To he, did. See. he did have a good week last week, so maybe that's off bell for a while. But I guess that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, moving to the or non-divisional matchup, uh, the Caroline Cockblockers and the Young Ho from Foco. Um, they're both 3-3 three and three right now. The Young Ho's are projected to beat Trey by 11 points. I think that's the line. I'm going to go with probably... That's a tough one, but I'm going to go West. I don't like picking for Trey's team. I think his running backs are going to be iffy again. So expect Pat yeah, I'll have to go with West as well. Just him. I think Kenyon Drake doing what he did last week could be huge. So getting uh, having a consistent Kenyon Drake will be uh, really key for West. 
All right, let's go to East Lincoln Escorts for its Crates Tiger Cats, a South Division matchup. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Ryan on this one. I kind of like his matchups looking at it. Looks like some offensive shootouts. So I'm going to go with uh, Ryan on this one. I want to go Ryan, but I, I think I'm going to go Ty. Um, Ryan's team's just so iffy, I think, with the young guys. Ty, he's been yeah. The only thing with Ty is what is Bell going to do? Is he going to get anything in for? Is Ty going to get anything from his RB two? That'll be the question. That is the question. Um, But I think his wide receiver steps up, and he's starting Tom Brady. I mean, he's been playing decent, but I I don't know. That's that's tough for him or his quarterbacks. Um. Do we want to talk I mean, about I this think game? we kind of know what this is going to be the outcome of. But uh, Sorry, Big Jace, we're not talking about your game. Um, last game, Bowling Green Booty Getters was Black Hill Explorers. Key division or key North Division matchup. AJ, top of the division. Trent, I think he's third or I fourth mean, you can right say now. Sorry, second, fourth in the division whatever. right now. Um, I <laughs> You're tied for third. <laughs> AJ, and, AJ and I are technically still tied in first. But uh, but he has the head-to-head matchup. So I mean, it all depends on what I get in waivers. This week? Um, we'll see if I get Boston Scott. That's my waiver claim this week. I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be iffy at running back. Even yeah. if – I mean, obviously if I don't get Boston Scott, but it's going to be bad. I would assume I so as well. But, I mean, Scott. looking at uh, – AJ's team, he's got to play Fournette, so is Fournette going to play? And he's also have, has to play uh, Greg Olson over Mark Andrews. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I want to go your team as well, but I think I'm going to stick with AJ with the the win streaks, man. The tie and AJ win streaks, going to both go. Yeah, for, well, I'm, I'm personally um, pick four, myself. I think just because I'm going to have a healthy wide receiver through flex yeah. position, but that is what it is. Nope. Yeah, I can't bet against yourself, right? <laughs> I think everyone voted me last weekend. Pretty sure I did that. I'm pretty I, sure I, I did that versus Ty. So. In the league. Even Dylan. Even I think AJ I picked you the last couple. Of, I think himself. I picked you every time you've lost. Like, I, get, I mean, the two times you've lost, I know I've definitely picked you. Yeah. Well, maybe I won't. Stop picking me, then. <laughs> All right, that that concludes our episode. I just want to thank Trent for actually taking the time and hopping on. Um, to the other two, like, come on, guys, like you had one, you had one job. Um, and maybe next time, or maybe I won't let you back on. We'll see. Or no, sorry, you never got on. So uh, maybe I'll never let you on. So, uh, but Trent, it was good having you. Good inside information on Ryan's team. I think. Yeah, no, good discussion. Um, Before you go, everybody this week, except for AJ. (laughs) All right, see you guys. This is Between Sundays, your fantasy football podcast hosted by Alex Utro. He's like the Max Kellerman. You need one of those guys saying outrageous things.